0: This insert is brought to you by Radio K-Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.
1: And uh, I don't want to speak on your behalf, but the possibility exists that you might find snakes just a little bit too hot to handle. Now, um, I'm going to be chatting to Johan Marais in a moment. Uh, Johan Marais is many things, including a best-selling author, of a book that I actually can see on my screen. Now, I didn't take this picture it comes through from a listener in Pretoria it says snakes and snake bite in snakes and snake bite in South Africa a fully revised edition essential first aid for snake bite and the top it says Johan Murray so he's the man behind the book so now let me first greet Johan and then I'll talk more about the book which I think is going to make my point here this morning Johan is a naturalist a conservationist a herpetologist he's a photographer he's been involved with reptiles for over, over 40 years He's done extensive field work with leading herpetologists and he's written a number of books on reptiles. His books have sold over half a million copies to date. He's also the CEO of the African Snake Bite Institute. Johan, good morning. What a pleasure having you. Hope you're well. Good morning. Thank you for the invite. Yeah, what a pleasure. So this kind of gets me going this morning, Johan. This listener sent through the fact that he actually has your book at his house, but then he says he has a tenant that shares his home with him and that at seeing your book, he immediately put another book on top of it because he just couldn't look at that snake on the front cover. Which brings me to the point is most people find snakes a little bit creepy and very hard to like. Uh, you love them. So what's the disconnect? I think, um, I think my
2: interest is more of a scientific interest yeah. in that I, I really enjoy snakes, their behavior. Uh, I realized at a very young age that we, we know very little about snakes. Um, And there's, uh, you know, we we need to share the information that we have amongst people. Uh, To give you an idea, I recently uh, revised my book, Complete Guide to Snakes of Southern Africa. It's the third edition. And it took me about five years just going through all the literature, getting everything up to date. And despite all the knowledge that we've gained over the years, I quickly realized that we actually still know very little about snakes. We still have a, a great deal to learn.
1: And maybe that's the reason why we seem to find snakes so creepy, Well, majority of people, because we just don't understand them. We think they're unpredictable. We don't know, is it poisonous? Is it not poisonous? Uh, are they good for me? Should I get rid of them? Do I call an expert to remove them? Do I chop its head off with a spade? I think that's sort of how we all see snakes. We're just so insecure.
2: Yes, I think I think the fear of snakes, you know, the, a lot of research has been done on the fear of snakes, and it's a little bit of a, com- it's a combination of... Um, Of uh, nature and nurture. So some of it is um, we are born with somewhat of a fear of snakes. Uh, But the other part of it is that we are hardwired to very easily gain a fear for snakes. So all you really need as a youngster is an aunt that screams and shouts when she sees a snake. Ah, you know, there's a dangerous snake. Get out of there. And that could trigger you for the rest of your living days Mm that you have a bit of a fear for them. But the Again, you know, it really is um, a bit of a lack of, of knowledge, a lack of understanding, and we see this. We 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 offer a, a, a variety of snake awareness courses to the public, and we have some people that are so terrified of snakes that they battle to drive to us. They'll drive halfway and make a U turn and go home, maybe come through the next time. But after a morning session where we explain behaviour of snakes and uh, uh, you know uh, how they react. Uh, people suddenly, you know, they might still be scared of them, but they don't have that massive fear of them. Mm.
1: So, so let's get practical. I mean, what do I do if I find a snake in my house? What should I practically do?
2: That's very simple.
1: The first thing you
2: need to do is back off at least five paces immediately. And once you've done that, you are perfectly safe and cannot get bitten no matter what the situation. So just five paces away and, uh, Try and observe it from a safe distance because they, they disappear. They hide um, and, uh, you know, you, you come back a few minutes later, you have no idea where the snake is. Uh, and the second thing that I uh, urge people to do is don't try and catch or kill it. Catching snakes for an inexperienced person is looking for trouble. Killing them is just barbaric. We don't just go around killing every living form nowadays. Uh, and uh, get hold of a snake remover. Now, we have we have over 800 snake removers on our free app. So if you press in snake removal, it's going to give you the name and the number of the person closest to you. So get a professional person, let them come out and let them remove the snake for you.
1: Yeah, because I think at the end of the day, who has the number of a snake expert or somebody in the area? It's almost this thing that we ignore. But know, we live in the in the Cape Town area, in the Western Cape, and we've got a lot of listeners up the West Coast. Uh, and, and now's the time where you're getting these little visitors uh, popping their heads into your guest house or into your house or even into your car. So... Uh, I think it's probably a good idea to at least get the app or get somebody who you can contact.
2: Yes, so the app is free. It's called ASR Snakes. And we have, as I said, over 800 people. So right up the West Coast, we have dozens of people in Cape Town. Um, And it it makes a lot of sense that you just get one of these guys to come and assist you. Uh, They take care of it. They'll uh, safely remove the snake. And what they do is they take it a few kilometers away and release the snake in a natural area away from people.
0: Um, Johan, goeiemorgen, as ek vryg ek kan om, omkom so met Brad Atelier, die atelier Almerie. Uh, nou, ek kom van Noordwes. en ek moet sê, ons is nie onbekend gewees met de paar incidente wat slange anbetreef waar ons gewoon het ook nie en waar die huis gebouw het waar daar een koppie is. So redelijk bekend met een paar incidente, maar die een wat ek nie sal vergeet nie is, ek, ek was snel volwassen gewees, so ek het by my male gekeier en hier sien ek een klein slang seil aan die kant van die kamer. Nou, dit is waar my deer is. Nou, is ek op die beet, en die enigste, die skype, is natuurlijk naar die deerse kant toe. En die slang, wat toe een klein pofader was, ach nie pofader nie, um, cobra, het achter die klavier ingegaan. Oh, nou, kijk, nou, mense, instinct is dadelijk hardloop. Eh, en gaan roep jou pa, gelukkig in die geval. Maar wat ek wil vraag is, as my sy so noue situasie is, um, ek weet, die slang sal hier is om net na jou te beweeg nie, maar uh, slank is een vinnige ding. Wat doen jy as, as die slang na jou te beweeg in stede van, jy wil terug t- tree en hy uh, is al eindelijk na no jou?
2: <laughs> ja, kijk, die belangigste ding is, om die teenergestalde richting te probeer wegbeweeg. Jy, ek sê 5 meter van die slange of 5 tree, want uh-huh. mens het spookslange en die spookslange ja. kan so 2 meter ver spook. Maar selfs 3 tree is jy 100% veilig van
1: die enige oh. slang.
2: So, mense moet my maar bykie probeer wegkomen. Ek denk wat ons net ook moet onthou. Een slanggif gaan oor prooi. Dit gaan nie oor mense nie. Die feit dat die gif een uitwerking op die mens het, is, is net een bijzaak. Uh, dat is geen slang wat voor oogend wakker wordt en voor homself sê dat hy voor <laughs> die, dat hy een uh, 37-jarige man byt nie. Dit uh, is gat die natuur nie. Dat is geen, ongeveer die D te geef. In, in die Durban omgeving, een van ons collega's, Nick Evans, het hier die laatste seisoen meer as 200 swaad mambas van mense sy huise en erwe verweide, oor die 200 en daar was nie een enkele persoon in Durban dier die swaad mamba gebuid in die seison nie, nie een wow. nie
0: ok
1: Albury is die... already in the face, I think the stress of the of the likelihood of coming across a black mamba is overwhelming her. Nee, kyk, a...
0: die weeskis het my verbaas, want ek het daar gegaan na, na die reservaat, en toe, dan waarskeel ik jou uit die staans en sê, luisterie, moet hierdie tyd van die dag stap nie, want jy gaan slange teekom, en ek was nog nie eers my eenheid gewees nie, toe is daar die grootste swart slang, wat vir my daar wacht, As was een mol slang gewees, en hy het verskeiding menige kere gemaak. so ek het net geleer, mens, jy moet ook it's and Scream and run.
1: So you've just answered my next question, Johan. I mean, it seems like it's highly unlikely that we might be bitten by a snake, but the truth is, we might get bitten by a snake. You step on it, you, you're not keeping an eye yeah. open. I mean, that can still happen, right? Absolutely. So then, what was so, um,
2: The majority of bites that we see happen at night... And most people are bitten accidentally stepping onto snakes. So obviously their advice is use a torch. Look where you're going at night. Um, other bites are on hands. People picking up firewood. Sadly, also people trying to catch snakes with bright tongues and trying to kill snakes. So um, first aid for snake bite can become uh, quite interesting and quite complex. So it depends on how keen you are to learn more about about first aid, And that's all well described in my books. But the bottom line in any snake bite incident, the most important thing to do is to safely and quickly get that person to the nearest hospital that has a trauma unit, that has a, an emergency room. Mm. And uh, if you could do that, uh, the chances of survival are incredibly good. It's a, I think statistically, over 99.9% of people that are hospitalized after snake bite survive. Mm.
1: And our hospitals are all, all kitted out the private hospitals with trauma units, they're, they're, they're kitted out.
2: Well, that's a a whole debate. You know, an emergency room can cope with emergencies. And the only reason why you might die from a snake bite in the short term is that your breathing is going to stop. And that would largely be either a black mamba or a cape cobra bite where they have a neurotoxic venom. It affects your breathing. And when your breathing stops, you die really quickly. If you can get to an emergency room, they can ventilate. They can intubate and ventilate you, stabilize you, keep you alive. And then they can worry about the treatment. You know, do we have antivenom? Uh, do, we, do we get it if we don't have it? Do we transfer the patient? But at least they can stabilize you and ensure that you don't die.
1: Um, I want to get your opinion as we close this morning, Johan. Uh, your thoughts on people who keep snakes as pets.
2: Yeah, I don't, I don't have an issue with that. I, don't, my, I Personally, I don't have a collected gene. You know, I, don't, I don't collect matchbox cars and, uh, and key rings and whatever. A lot of people have that gene, and they they want to keep snakes as pets. And it's really no different from keeping a goldfish or budgies or whatever, uh, provided that uh, they they research the hobby, that they keep them humanely, that they keep them legally uh, in the Western Cape. Any snake that you want to keep, be it exotic or indigenous, you need a permit to do so. so uh, and then, of course, responsible handling. And unfortunately, especially in the Western Cape, we have a whole bunch of idiots that pick up venomous snakes with their hands and put them around their necks and they call themselves free handers and it's all about ego, hmm. um, uh, you know, that that we obviously frown upon. That is totally unnecessary and it's a bad example for kids. Hmm. Yeah. Johan,
0: die laatste vraag van my af, ons weer en dat dier is fascinerend, elke dier wat geskapen is, en jy het al soveel kennis oor die jaren opgebouw ook, um, as dit kom by slange specifiek. Is al iets wat jy ook onlangs weer raak gekom, of iets wat gebeur het, wat gemaakt het, dat jy gefascineerd was, dier slang?
2: Ja, dat is baie voorbeelde, maar wat my fascinerend is, baie boeres af my sê, dat hulle sien, bitter min slang op hulle plaas, op hierdie jaar, hulle of 2 of drie gesien, ons het dus twee jaar terug, was ons verplaas in Parijs in die Vrijstad, vir een ochend, en ek en my collega Luke, het in die ochend, 98 slange mm. van 12 species <laughs> gevangen op één place. So is daar, it is geheimzinnig en ons weet nie waarom te kijk gelukkig.
0: Oh, gelukkig. <laughs> Ek wil niet asjeblieft in die plaats gaan. Ik ga niet stee asjeblieft die naam voor Brad is julle klaargeproken. <laughs> uh,
1: Johan, quickly, just, you're talking about the app that uh, we can download which seems to me like a very sensible one to have. Uh, what is it called? How can we find
2: yeah, it? Yeah, it's a, as I said, it's a free app. It's called ASI Snakes, two words incredibly popular we've had over three hundred thousand downloads we have two and a half thousand medical doctors on it it has first aid advice it has a lot of very valuable resources and it's easy to use
1: you're listening to johan Marais. we've seen the cover of his book that one of our listeners has shared you've heard all about his experience and what he gets up to and don't miss out on that app asi snakes this is johan Marais. johan appreciate your time this morning um off you go i'm sure you're bound to rescue someone Uh, You're like a bit of a hero, superhero with snakes. Have yourself a really great day. Much appreciated.
0: This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.